welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Even though seemingly insurmountable challenges continue to plague the world today, we hope that each of you are staying healthy, happy, and wise. On the surface, we may all appear to be looking for different things in our lives, but when all the dust settles from all our seeking and striving, what do most of us find to be truly what we value in life? It's often said that you shouldn't go to bed angry, or perhaps more accurately, you shouldn't go to bed unhappy. If that's important, At the end of your day, it is for mine, how much more important would it be to not go to your grave unhappy? There's that often repeated joke that no one ever regrets not filing the last report at the office on their deathbed. (laughs) What do many people reflect upon when they know their time to make their exit from this world is getting near? Those who feel that they had a good life and feel complete with their life are happy and at peace with themselves. Those who have regrets and don't feel complete with living their lives tend to be not as happy and are not quite at peace with themselves. But could it actually be that the more we are happy and at peace with ourselves on a daily basis, that we feel complete with our life regardless of what we did or didn't do, experience, or get a chance to experience. After all, when we're happy and at peace with ourselves, we're not dependent on anyone or the world to make us happy or peaceful. In fact, I've heard about many experiences of loved ones and caregivers at the bedside of those breathing their last several breaths that even if the departing souls were in great pain, ill, or unhappy until then, just shortly before they make their final exit, they briefly come alive, become radiant, and settle into a great peace. Could it be that when a soul has nothing left to desire or hold on to in the world, their awareness turns fully toward the divine, and just before their final breath here, they get to experience a touch of eternal peace. Of course, eternal peace is, well, eternal, which means it never wavers from peace. It's always and forever peace. We have the choice to seek it or not. But peace is always within us all now and forever. Is it because we already intuitively know that that we so easily may get distracted from seeking it and instead end up with a variety of conflicts and problems? What would happen if you decided to stop periodically throughout the day to check in with that never-ending peace that is within you? How would your day be different? 
When you're having an especially challenging day, isn't peace what you are ultimately seeking? You may think that you just need relief from the difficulties or from all the seemingly incessant demands and expectations of others on you. You might want to go on an extended vacation from everything. Or you might just settle for a cup of espresso so you could feel like you can last through another round of the physical, emotional, and mental boxing match of the day. In those kinds of situations in life, you might not have the wherewithal to look more deeply into what you are truly seeking, so you grab for what seems immediately attainable. Yet, if you were to stop for a few moments and reflect within you, you might discover that what you are seeking is actually peace within you. The outer world is full of conflicts because it is, as we have said many times, based on division. We live in a divided world, a world of duality, yet spirit is forever undivided. We can experience peace only when we stop believing that we are separate, divided, and lacking. Contrary to popular belief, peace is not the absence of war or conflicts. It is the eternal presence of that which is undivided, limitless, and whole. It is the experience of spirit within us. In the world, we can imagine that we are both loving and hateful, peaceful and fighting. In the oneness of spirit, that is impossible. In the undivided, there is only one truth. It can't be both true that we are loving and we can continue to hate. To own that we are a spirit here, we have to make a choice. Are we loving or are we hateful? The truth isn't hidden. It is readily available to anyone. Spirit is undivided as is truth. Since loving is without division, only hating is of the divided. If we are of the undivided spirit, we must be loving and not be hating. In truth, we are only at peace and loving. Only when we divide ourselves into conflict and competition with ourselves and others, do we end up believing we are hating or going into battle. Healing begins as we remind ourselves that we are undivided in our true nature and that the product of division is never true. Then we begin reclaiming ourselves from all the lies that we previously believed were true. We begin to restore our life force to our undivided self from the lies we had invested in before. That you won't be able to do even with a double espresso. That's why we thought we'd title today's episode Energize, replenishing your life force. So before you reach for another dose of caffeine or something else in your attempt to get through your day, consider energizing yourself with the unlimited supply of life force available to you within you. On top of all the other perks, it doesn't cost you anything and it's available 24-7. Of course, all of you old and new Trekkies, Trekkers, <clears throat> or Star Trek fans out there, the command Energize can conjure up someone 
dematerializing in front of your very eyes on the transporter platform of the SS Enterprise or one of the many other ships in that uh, series. That's a fictional teleportation device, of course. The idea is to transform matter into energy and then reconstitute that energy after the transport back into matter, back into the matter it was before. But that's not the kind of energizing we're exploring today. Although, gosh, that would be great fun. (laughs) Captain Raphael, I'm ready for transport. (laughs) (laughs) Energize. (laughs) Oh, now, now I can't do my part of the radio show. <laughs> I'm somewhere else. Oh, good. I've been reconstituted. We're the kind of <laughs> Boy, isn't that true? Yes, because I ran into somebody who said, "May the force be with you." <laughs> anyway, and they forced you to come back, right? Yeah. <laughs> the kind of energizing <laughs> we're talking about today, however, is in many ways better than the Star Trek kind of energizing. For one, you won't need any external devices to do that. For another, you get to be more present where you are rather than being beamed somewhere else as a bundle of energy, hoping that you'll be reconstituted as you on the other side. (laughs) Plus, you can energize yourself with a new life force anytime, anywhere. That's right. What are some of the signs that you need to energize yourself with new life force energy? The most obvious one is that you're oh, tired <laughs> or you find yourself uh, spaced out, <laughs> out of sorts. The lights are on. No one's home. <laughs> yeah, not quite here. Or you've got the blues or the blahs. Huh. Or you're simply not that happy. Or you find yourself low on your creative juice. Or pretty much any way you're feeling that isn't up to par for you. So what can you do when you notice that you're even in a minor slump of some sort? Energize. (laughs) (laughs) Except not to go away, but to be more here. Remember, you are spirit. It's in your spirit self that you have all your awareness, energy, creativity, power, love, joy, peace. Essentially, anything of any real importance. Wherever you are, is where all that is. If you're not present here and now, all that is important in life isn't here much either, at least not for you. For example, the more you're present here and now, the more aware you are and the more alive you are. It's when you're somewhere or sometime else that all the incredible qualities of spirit go somewhere or sometime else as well. So I guess energizing yourself with more life force is like teleporting your dematerialized energy bundle back here to reconstitute as more of you. You didn't need to get transported 
out of here, <laughs> you were already, you know, in those conditions, you were already at least partially gone. You need to transport energize back here. <laughs> well, what got you to go away partially in the first place that put some of your energy, awareness, creativity, and power somewhere else from where your physical body is? Oh, there's a whole host of things that could transport part of you far, far away or to a long ago time. <laughs> oh, that's uh, Star Wars intro. <laughs> I guess we're going for the intergalactic adventures references today. If you get hung up on a past experience you had, that part of you is stuck in the past and not present here, now. If you're wanting to be with your partner who's traveling somewhere far away, part of you may be there in spirit. Or you've been unhappy in your life here and are escaping in your mind from whatever it is that you don't want to deal with here at this time. It's effortless and instant in spirit. So as you imagine, think, believe yourself or something to be, so you or that something is. When you're wishing you didn't have to be at work right now, guess what? Your body might still have to sit there, but part of your awareness and energy is gone from here. Then the part of you still in the body, keeping it alive and as well as you can, you know, get tired, frustrated, afraid, whatever, because that part of you is running on two or three cylinders rather than the full complement of six or eight. That's why you might often experience that the more of a hurry you're in to get something done, the longer it may take to do it. Why? Because when you're in a hurry to get something done, in your mind, you're already at the finish line or at the next thing you have to do rather than being more present to do what you need to do. So regardless of what's going on, start by energizing yourself. Essentially, that means replenishing your whole space with new life force energy. And there are a few valuable tools that you can use to help you do that more effectively. First, grounding. Remember, most of you who've been following us on, on, in this radio show, we've done this exercise quite a few times. Uh, today, maybe in the next segment, we'll run you through this actual meditation when we have enough time. I want to talk about that grounding a little bit. Sure. Sure. Um, one of the interesting things Michael was just talking about is when you're in a hurry to get something done, in your mind you are already at the finish line or the next thing to do rather than being more present to what you need to do. And this is one of the reasons why there are a lot of car accidents. People get in their cars. They already want to be where they're going. They're not present with themselves they're not grounded, they're not in their body, and they're not paying attention. We talked about paying attention recently. And because of that, they sometimes miss that the light turned yellow or red, or they're just not paying attention at all. So this is one of the most important parts of energizing yourself is when you get out in the world. Yeah, and 
So the second thing is being in the center of your head, being more aware there in the center of your head. The third is neutrality, letting everything and all your experience, whatever you've gone through and what surrounds you, just be as they are. Fourth, remember, choose the you that is true and let go of the other you that's not true. You might find there's two of you, so to speak, in your mind all the time. Fifth, get yourself into a bit more amusement. (laughs) 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 And no matter what's going on. Sixth, turn your awareness toward that which gives everything, including life force energy. Seventh, imagine a giant gold sun full of life force. Then collect up all your energy. Number eight is to collect up all your energy from people, places, things, and events. You left some of your energy behind it into that golden sun. And ninth, fill in that gold sun from the top of your head all the way through your whole space, your whole body and your whole space. So when we come back after the break, we'll run you through the actual meditation. Sure. Well, we're coming to our first break, as Michael mentioned, and we'd like to invite you to join us for an extraordinary remote four teleclass plus a bonus Zoom Q&A weekend event coming up in September. It's on Saturday and Sunday, September 18th and 19th. And the overall theme for the weekend will be, and you're going to love this, the joy of creating miracles, celebrating your imagination, clairvoyance, and creative self-expression. Altogether, we'll be giving four two-hour teleclasses plus our special bonus Zoom post-class Q&A talk story and social over that weekend. And here are the titles of the workshops for the uh, four teleclasses. On Saturday, we will teach Imagining Beyond Your Limits, Opening the Door to Miracles with Your Imagination and Clairvoyance, starting at 9 a.m. Pacific. The afternoon class is, if you can see it, you can create it. Your clairvoyance, creative power, and miracles starting at 12 noon Pacific time. Then on Sunday, we'll have, when you're stuck, create a miracle, seeing new solutions clairvoyantly when nothing seems to work. Starts at 9 a.m. And then the Sunday afternoon class is, be the light of the world, see yourself clearly and creatively share the joy of being you. And that starts at 12 noon Pacific. Plus anyone who participates in in at least one of the teleclasses during this weekend event can join us for a fun and profound bonus post-class Zoom Q&A talk story and social on Sunday following the last teleclass. And by the way, you get a discount if you buy the entire series and Um, If you can't attend all of them, you can still get the MP3 recording afterwards. For the full write-up and details or to sign up, go to the September calendar section of our website, michaeltamora.com, or call our office and speak with our fabulous assistant, Noelle, at 530-926-2650. That is 530-926-2650, weekdays during business hours specific time. We will be right back. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, 
You'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamora.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. We're happy to have you back. Did you energize and replenish your life force during the break? Let's explore the topic some more. After all, can you be too alive. Well, as a meditation teacher, one of the things that it was my honor to teach about was that people who tended to drag themselves around and be tired all the time didn't have to be. And that part of what everyone in the class generally was doing was just spreading their energy all over the place and leaving it around and not taking it with them. I called I used to like to call it losing your marbles and not in the sense of um, going crazy, which is what losing the marbles in English anyway is an expression for, but it's just losing your energy. You go from one thing to another in your day and a little of your energy gets left here. Somebody disappoints you there, you leave energy there. Someone gets you out of amusement and enjoyment, you leave your amusement and enjoyment there. But the good news is you can always always get it back and Michael will run you through a meditation to do so yes and this will you know I'm sure most of your mothers got on your case of not you know leaving your stuff behind right you know on the floor and put it back where wet towels yeah wet towels on the floor and your socks on the you know, table or whatever. <laughs> well, another thing is, you know, that expression, my heart dropped to the floor. You know, when you're really sad about something, you're really just losing your some energy. of your energy, some of your heart chakra. Yeah, energy. so you, like Raphael was saying, you could, you could lose your energy by giving away your energy to people or leaving it at places. Uh, you can leave it, you know, in, in time, in the past. Or you are so worried about the future, you're putting your energy into the future. And guess what? Future and time, uh, future and past are only in your mind, right? It's not real. It's, it doesn't really exist. So to uh, practice 
replenishing yourself with energy, energizing. Any time, day or night, and this is a simple, The what I'm going to run you through will take a few minutes to teach you this, but you could do this anytime, right? You have a five-minute coffee break, boom, you could do it in two minutes. All right. So if you'll just grab a chair, sit comfortably with both feet flat on the floor, and close your eyes. Now, when you actually do this on the run, you, you don't necessarily have to close your eyes, but for practice sake, it's best to close your eyes. And just give yourselves a deep breath. Always good to start with giving yourself a deep breath. Yes. Then, oh yeah, I have a body. <laughs> and then the first thing is just imagine that grounding cord. Imagine a tree trunk, let's say. Just giant tree trunk you're sitting on, just like you're sitting on the chair, you're sitting on this giant tree trunk. And just imagine. Remember, imagination is completely free. You, there's no effort. You don't have to try to imagine. You don't have to you know, concentrate. It's just, oh, imagine. Imagine sitting on a tree trunk. There you have it. It's that simple. And just imagine that tree trunk going all the way from you to the center of the earth. It's anchored into the center of the earth. And the part of the tree trunk, flattened but very comfortable, you're sitting on. Just imagine that connecting up a little bit into the body, connecting up just above the tip of your tailbone in your body to what's called the first chakra. It's an energy center. Just imagine a disk of energy, maybe about the uh, inch, a little more, more than an inch in diameter. Ah, yeah. And notice what happens when you imagine you're connecting the grounding cord, the tree trunk, to the first chakra, to your first chakra, and also at the other end to the center of the earth. And then just imagine just letting everything just be. You don't have to do anything, no effort, no trying anything. Just let everything be and let everything go. And when you do that, it's just a decision here. You're just going, okay, you're just imagining, I'm just letting everything go. When you do that, you're not going to ever lose anything that's really of you. You're not going to lose yourself. You're just going to drop off. Anything you're unconsciously holding on to, that's not your own energy. Huh. That's one of the major beauties of, of grounding is, oh, we forget. We take on other people's energies. We try to solve other people's problems. We get worried that that's our problem, whatever it is. We take responsibility for you know, what we can't do anything about. Huh. When we ground and then just consciously let go, all that is that's not naturally ours. We didn't create it. It's not our energy. It just drops off. And with practice, you do this all the time. Pretty soon, you're not taking on this much. You're not carrying around a lot of other baggage that you can't do anything about. That'll change your life. Okay, next thing. Once you're grounded, be aware. Imagine you're sitting right in the center of your head. 
you know, continuing with the Star Trek references, it's, it's the captain's bridge, <laughs> command central. Well, the center of your head isn't a geographical location. It's it's the center of your eternal self. It's in the center of your head. When you become close to the center of your head, you'll start to notice, oh, the part of you that's aware in the center of your head is very quiet it's very still it's at peace because nothing is happening nothing's changing it just is and that is you as your immortal spiritual self okay so being in the center of your head be aware in the center of your head then as you're in the center of your head you'll naturally start to become more aware of neutrality. You're neither this way or that way. You're not jumping in to engage with, you know, for or against. There's no conflict. You're not trying to this way or trying to that way. Oh, neutrality. It's effortless. So that neutrality, just experience the neutrality of being in the very center of your head and aware, where you start to be able to be neutral toward every experience. Whatever it is you're experiencing inside, around you, whatever. Huh. You know, when you have all kinds of chattering thoughts or emotional upsets going on and you feel that, Oh, yes, you'll still feel those things. You'll still think those, have those thoughts. But the more you start to center yourself in that neutrality, hmm, you're not negatively impacted. You're aware, but it doesn't bother you. You don't get upset. You, you don't get running around like a chicken with the head cut off. <laughs> then, as you're Aware in the center of your head, you're grounded, you are neutral to pretty much everything. You're just neutral. You're practicing being neutral. At first, you might not be, but you know, you'll start to notice, oh yeah, that's going on and that's okay. And this is going on and that's okay, at least for now. Because until you have that space, you're not going to make a very good decision or be able to do anything that beneficial in relationship to that. So first things first. Once you do that, remember to choose the you that's true. Remember I mentioned in the first segment that there's, in a sense, there's a two of you in your mind at all times. You might have noticed that. And you tend to notice the noisier you first. <laughs> The one that's complaining, the one that's worried, the one that's scared, that's angry, upset, that one. The very judgmental. (laughs) That you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, where's your other you? Your other you is ever present. But sometimes you don't notice the other you as well because it's quiet. Until you get yourself in the center of your head, aware and neutral. 
oh, you're starting to be more aware. This practice will help you be more aware of the real you. Is This is the you that when you really experience yourself as, you go, I like myself. <laughs> hey, I'm not a bad person. I, I'm actually, you know, pretty good or better. Ah. The other one, on the other hand, is, is oh God, how can I change this? You know, I don't like myself this way. Well, guess what? You're the real quiet one. You're the one that's at peace. You're the happy one. The other you isn't really you. It's kind of you fake news version. <laughs> oh, which brings me to, so you always choose the real you, the peaceful one. The happy one, the loving one, the one that knows what's correct. So choose that you and decide to just let go of the other imposter. And you'll find, oh, yeah, if you don't fight that other imposter, you just let that imposter, you're not putting any energy because it only can be by you feeding that imposter. If you don't believe it, if you don't, you know, feed it, then it starts to back off. And you could be living as the real you more. And then get into a little amusement will help. Ah, because the real you is happy. Always happy. Happy inside. So then just choose to be a little bit in amusement about even the things you're upset about at first. Just go, oh, yeah, oh, yes. That me version of me that's upset about that is, is not really me, is it? No, because I intuitively know who I am, and I'm not like that. That's why you don't like the other you. <laughs> you already know that's not me. <laughs> but if you resist it, you become more the other you. Right? So get into a little amusement. Then you start to let go of the resistance and you're able to go, oh, yeah. Then turn your awareness from that place. Turn your awareness toward that which gives everything, which means because you want to energize yourself, right? So that which gives everything, the source of everything, is where energy and everything else comes from, within you. So then, turn your awareness. Just decide, ask your awareness to be more aware of that which gives you everything. What do you notice? Now, imagine, above your head, imagine a giant gold sun full of life force. It's teeming with life. You know, the gold sun, the sun that comes up in the sky on a beautiful day against the blue sky. Ah, in the morning when it first really starts to come out, the birds start singing, the flowers start to, you know, open up more. And some flowers actually, like sunflowers, actually start to turn toward the sun. Morning glories. Morning open. glories open, you know. And, and ah, they're taking in that that incredible life force, prana. So imagine this golden sun that's totally full of life force. And isn't that amazing? You could imagine that any time. 
Then when you have this golden sun above your head, decide you're going to call back any energy of yours, any of your energy that you left behind in people, in their spaces, you know, probably not intentionally, but it's it's like leaving your belongings in people's living rooms and then they have to clean it up or do something about it, right? Give it back to you in or some give way. Or give it back <laughs> to you. No, you want to take everything with you. So collect up all your energy that you left behind in people and conversations and upsets and situations, relationships, in places you left behind, whether because you so loved the pizza you had at that place <laughs> and you just can't get over it or something, or you hate something and uh, you, know, you had a bad experience. Just call back all your energy from all the places, people, things, and events you left some behind in okay? and just call it all back into the gold sun. Hey, watch that gold sun filling up more with your own energy that's that's coming back. And now, once it's all back, bring that golden sun into the top of your head. Bring it all the way through from the top of your head and let that gold sun immerse your whole space within the body ah, completely so you're seeing your it's like the seeing the 3D outline of your body just filling up and radiating with this golden life. And, and see every part of your body becoming alive. Every cell is starting to dance and sing, so to speak. Do you ever see dancing and singing cells? <laughs> they look like happy, happy uh, faces with happy uh, feet. Anyway, once you fill all the way to the bottoms of your feet and fingertips and every part of you, ah. Then just stretch, say hello to yourself, and just gently bend on over, drain off any excess energies. You don't want to have too much excess. And once you do that, come back up, open your eyes, look around. You've energized. And notice how great that feels. And if you only came in through part of that meditation, you can always listen to this radio show when it gets in the archives a few hours after the show is done. Well, our second break is upon us, so I wanted to remind you that you can call our office to purchase any of our edited and mastered teleclasses, courses, all-day seminars, and retreats as MP3 downloads to inspire you and to give you simple but powerful tools you can apply in your daily life and to help you manage its various challenges as you grow spiritually. You can find many of the titles and descriptions by clicking on the Download Audio tab in the Events menu section of our website, michaeltamora.com, or by calling our office and speaking with Noel, our fabulous assistant, at 530-926-2650. And we'll be right back with Energize, Replenishing Your Life Force. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. 
a must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer, the award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back. We hope you've been inspired to energize yourself and to start replenishing your life force. Let's see what else you might do to put more life back in your own life. (laughs) That's pretty good. And by the way, if you really enjoyed Michael's meditation from this section before this one, um, we have an even fuller meditation available to you on our website for free. Um, the website is michaeltamura, T-A-M-U-R-A.com, michaeltamura.com. And when you get to the front of our website on the top, you know, there's the little sections uh, that you can click on. Look for the one that says, it's a little bit towards the right, free stuff. Click on that. <laughs> and the very top offering is audio. Click on that. And then the very first offering is the spiritual toolkit. toolkit. And I believe it's a two-hour teleclass we did some time ago. And it's all the basic tools that we teach before anything else in our classes. And very powerful. You know, you start working with your own energy, meditation, basic meditation and um, imagery uh, in the way that Michael taught you before is very powerful in changing the whole uh, landscape of your life in a sense. So... You know, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about, and then we have a caller on hold uh, that we're going to bring in here. But um, when I was learning all of this stuff as a beginner, I was working for one of the big eight accounting firms in Palo Alto, California, and very uh, beautiful office, very harsh, energetic environment. And even though I had my little booth where I was kind of protected from everyone going by, I was very sensitive even in that situation and picked up a lot of energy, lost my energy. I could hear things going on and so on. And I would often just drain out by the time uh, lunch was coming around. (laughs) And so it became my habit that my morning break, which was about 10 minutes if I recall, I would run back into the restroom, close myself into one of the stalls, sit down, and just <laughs> do exactly what Michael ran you through. I'd ground myself, put myself back in the center of my head, clear out everyone's energy, and fill up with lots and lots of gold suns. And if I recall at the time, I had no addiction to caffeine. And um, I always had, you know, I'm a, I was always a pretty high-energy person anyway, just so to say, especially at that time that I had my energy would get wiped out was kind of a big deal. 
And I only ended up working there, I think, a year or two because the, the energy environment, in spite of the beauty of the office itself, was extremely difficult. And speaking of having extra energy, that's another complaint I hear from people. Um, who, you know, there's a lot of Asperger's and, and spectrum, people on the spectrum, where there's so much sensitivity to energy. Why would I want to bring in a gold sun if I'm so energized? <laughs> and a lot of that is those of you who are on the spe- spectrum or have anxiety and that sort of thing is you're very, very sensitive to energy. And some of that is just your unconscious response to too much energy. Of other people's. Of other people's. Yeah. And, other, and the energy that's just in generally in the air, you know, the, the mass consciousness. And it, it got really bad just around the time the pandemic started, too. So that added to it. So for, for people who are extra energized, I'm not going to say don't use a gold sun. Or, or anything. Instead, your grounding first is going to be one of the most important things to just release everyone out. Your nerves are frayed because there's so much energy going on in your space and you're extra sensitive. So grounding will help you, just like the lightning rod, it'll help you release that out. Then you can bring in the right energy. Mm-hmm. Remember I talked at the beginning about peace and peacefulness. Bring in that gold sun. Where's your peaceful energy? Maybe you left it on the astral when you were sleeping last night or or you haven't had it since you were seven. Just bring that energy in and fill yourself up and just watch how you relax when you bring in that energy. Bring your aura in and have your space again. So those are the two things I wanted to talk about before we brought our caller on hold in. Um, this is Fong in Washington. Hello, Fong. Hi, Raphael. Hey, how are you Hi, doing? Hi there. We're good. How are you? I'm good. calling today because this is the re- this is exactly the um, the challenge that I have for uh, for I think for many years now. So I'm looking for advice um, to see why I always have this low and energy level and what really, really takes away from me or uh, any advice that would be great. Well, uh, first thing, you know, I do see you having low energy, but a little bit like what Raphael was just saying before uh, we brought you on, so much of what you're experiencing is not your energy. And and very similar to what Raphael was talking about earlier, you're very, very sensitive. You've always been very sensitive. And, and then you get kind of scared because you become a little overwhelmed with all the energy around you, ranging from everything from family to work to friends to, you know, just neighborhood, whatever. And, and you get kind of bundled up with all this energy you can't process, you can't do anything about, you can't solve. But the other side of it is, Fong, you're, you're very much of a problem solver. You like to solve problems. You're always solving problems. And, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> if you end up 
unconsciously solving or trying to solve other people's problems, even if they're totally in your lap. You know, a lot of people might come to you and they dump their problems, emotional problems, financial problems, whatever, on your lap. (laughs) Say, here, (laughs) take care of this. And you're so willing to go, okay, you know, because you're good at solving problems, you start right in and don't remind yourself, oh, it's not your problem. You can't solve it for them. On an energy level, you might have a similar problem or you might have gone through a similar problem and you've done all right. Well, as long as it was yours, you could solve it. But if you end up experiencing somebody else's problems energetically, it feels like yours, but it's not. And, and the thoughts in your mind will tell you, oh, yeah, this is a problem you got to solve. you got to solve this. You don't like this. You, you can't handle this. this. This is not the way to live, you know, the whole bit. So you start really going after it and, okay, what can I do? What can I do? How, how do I do this? How do I handle this? How do I fix this? And you're entangled in other people's problematic energies that you're never going to be able to solve. So the first thing, like the meditation, would be a very good practice on a regular basis is grounding yourself, finding your space, and really letting go of, oh yeah, of all the energy that I'm feeling, including this tiredness. How much of it is really mine? And just use your intuition, zero to 100%, right? And, Mm -hmm. And so you'll probably get... When I look at you, I get right off the top more than 80% of what you're going through on this exhaustion tiredness level isn't yours. But And most of that, why do you have it in your space so much, is one of the biggest forms of resistance. You know, we're not ever affected by anybody else's anything unless we resist it. And this is an aspect of resistance most people don't consider to be resistance, but it's probably the most common form of resistance by those who are problem solvers, healers, givers. People who want to see, help other people, who want to see the world better place, they end up trying to solve a problem they can't solve in, in their own space energetically, and they're stuck with it. It doesn't go away because they can't solve it, and it doesn't go away because they're still trying to solve it and holding on to it by doing that. So the first thing you need to do is start to train yourself, practice, oh, yeah, how much of this isn't my energy? Oh, it's 80%. Okay, so the 80% of what I'm experiencing Whoa, if you let go of 80% of what you're experiencing as the negative, (laughs) you're going to feel completely different. So that by itself may solve a good part of the problem you're experiencing, which is not having enough energy. But the other Mm -hmm. part is important, the bringing the gold sun in, collecting up all your energy. Because when you're trying to solve somebody else's energy, you're also leaving your energy in their spaces too. It's not just a one-way ticket. And so call back your energy regularly from everybody else. 
And that's a good meditation you can do with the gold sun thing. And um, uh, or you could just create an image of a rose, you know, after you're grounded and everything and create an image of a rose and just start calling back all the people you are worried about, thinking about, you know, angry about whatever. And just call back all your energy from them. Because the same thing, your energy isn't going to help them. Even if it's positive energy, it's not going to help them. It's just going to use up their, their space. They need their own energy, just like you need your own energy in your space. Having your own energy in your space is basically um, like putting the right gasoline in your car. So you don't, if you have a regular gasoline car and you put diesel gas in, something really not very good is going to happen to your car. And it's exactly the same when your energy, when you're filled up with other people's energy. So that's a really important thing to learn about and to practice. And it's not blaming other people. Um, Those of us who are women have been taught you know, you're supposed to take on everybody else's problems. It's You're supposed to take on everybody else's sadness and, and heal it and make it feel better. And that's really incorrect. Yes, it's a part of everybody's job to help one another. But you don't have to take it into your own space. So um, thank you very much for calling, Fong. It was very nice talking to you. I hope that helps. Yes. It does. Thank you so much, Mike and Rifle. You're welcome. Okay. So we have about three minutes to go. And um, once again, we're coming to the very end of our show. So thank you so much for joining us today. And we hope that what you've learned will help you energize and replenish your life force. So don't forget to, if anything, grounding, you know, that connection from the first chakra to the center of the earth And bringing in that gold sun, imagining the gold sun. And one of the ways I like to imagine that gold sun is like a big honking magnet. It's like a (laughs) magnet for your own energy and you're just calling it back. You can even call it back from the astral plane. You know, when you go to sleep at night, you call it back from the astral plane in the morning. Some of you leave your energy around on the astral plane just like you do. Yeah, you don't come back all the way. Exactly. So just bring in that gold sun. So why don't you do that right now? Just create that big gold sun with a magnet and fill yourself up from, well, the way I like to say it is bring it in the crown chakra and fill yourself up from head to toe. Fill up your arms and your fingertips, your chest and your back, your neck and your head, top of your head, and then let that extend out to your aura. All right. So be sure to join us next Wednesday for our show, Not Feeling Yourself. Check your clairsentience, kind of uh, related to this show here. Find out what makes you not feel yourself at times and how you can tell when what you're feeling is your energy or someone else's, plus what you can do to feel more yourself. Remember, too, to reserve your spot for our transformational remote teleclass weekend event on Saturday and Sunday, September 18th and 19th, the joy of creating miracles, celebrating your imagination, clairvoyance, and creative self-expression. And I wanted to add one more thing here, and that is we're starting that at 9 a.m. Pacific time, which means those of you in Central Europe can join us as well. It's just within your time zone. It's later, but it's doable. 
Anyway, check our website or call our office at 530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.